1: Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I am so excited to be joined by my incredible panel, Felicia Michelle is here. Hello, Felicia. Hi guys. Hello, and Taylor Gates is here. <laughs> As always, you know
0: it. <laughs> Amazing. Taylor. I don't know. I just did peace signs. That was not that was not gang. Just so I just wanted everyone to know that. That was just <laughs> peace signs. Okay, I'm not in a um, gang, <laughs> except for I am in, in this podcast gang. That's what we're yeah. referring to.
1: This, we're in this gang. Um, <laughs> I'm this Yael I've joined. Uh, I'm so excited to be joined by my panel today to discuss season thirteen, episode eleven, theater tricks. This is definitely an episode we have loved. <laughs> Taylor, what do you stop with your gang signs? <laughs>
0: I was trying well, to do that number, and I, don't I did, really it, like I did it backwards. Is that right? <laughs> uh, right see, right, for, it's hard. It's not that easy. It's not For that easy. audio listeners, you're missing
1: shenanigans,
0: uh, but we're not. You're missing me not being able to count is what you're missing.
1: It's fine. Uh, Before we jump into this episode, which I know is an episode we all love, I would like to remind everybody of the hotline. If you need help, the number you want to call is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. That is the Rain hotline. What, perchance, does that spell?
0: It spells hope.
1: (laughs) It does spell hope. It yep. does. Yep. Um, Zach is watching us. Welcome, Zach, who says, the gang's all here. Exactly, yes. Exactly,
0: Zach. Thank you. The
1: gang is here.
0: <laughs> gang's
1: here. All right. Before we jump in, as a reminder, um, our show <sighs> <laughs> says some things that might not be super kosher. So please be aware of that. Uh, consider this your content warning. This episode does deal with assault. This episode does deal with stalking um, and, you know, uh, surveillance and, and voyeurism and all sorts of things. So please know that we will say things that may not be appropriate for all viewers. Done. Done. Yeah. you can warn. Yeah. There's a lot of thoughts about rape fantasies, so we will get into that. Um, Can't wait.
2: Okay. there's a lot to unpack in this this one episode so.
1: absolutely um all right here is the quick cap for this episode uh again season 13 episode 11 theater tricks svu tries to figure out who's responsible for a real life rape of an actress during an interactive theater performance that everybody just assumed was part of the show so i've said that we love this episode uh can i Upon fifth of viewing, can I see the who still loves it, who's over it, who thinks it's over-appreciated? Oh, no, no. What, what happened? I love it, still. This
2: is, great, this is a great episode, there's life lessons in it, because I'll tell you right now, I said, boom, it's her friend, because I have had a lot of haters in my life and I could spot a hater a mile away, a mile yeah. away. As soon as she popped up, I said, Oh, friend, it's her. When she handed her the juice, I was like, "She don't like her. She don't like her. She does not like her." Okay, I don't know why we get into it. But I, that's the moment I was like, mm, "She don't like her."
0: Interesting, I mean, Taylor. That's fair. I mean, I love that twist, of course. And then the end, we have that big dramatic moment where it's like the big reveal, and just the concept of this is wild. With the interactive theater, like, listen, I love dinner theater, interactive theater. This seems a little much for me, personally, but we love the concept. Um, I love that Adam Driver's in this for, like, no reason.
1: This is before he was, just to clarify, this was before he was in
0: Girls, which was, like, big break. I couldn't remember, like, the order of everything, but I was just like, what's up, Adam Driver? (laughs) Love this for you.
1: He was great in this. He yes, is
0: wonderful. Very, very well. This
1: is perhaps his best role. No
0: question in my mind. Uh, girls, nice no. girl. Star Wars, whatever. for no, you. Uh,
1: this episode yeah. is his best performance. It's true,
0: that's facts. I,
1: I would like when Adam Driver wins an Oscar because eventually he will. I would like this to be in the package. I agree. This performance. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, the top I'm, of it girls for sure. I remember when um, Jeff Bridges like was getting nominated or getting some award of the Oscars and they didn't put a clip from Stick It in there and I was so offended, Agreed. Like, so offended. I was like, where's Stick It? Where's his best role? And that's how it's gonna be without a driver for this.
1: Oh, Stick It, what a quality, quality film. It's
0: too good. It's too, it's my favorite movie. It's so good.
1: If I wasn't sure about myself before that movie, I was definitely sure. Yeah.
0: So valid of you,
1: Felicia. You haven't seen Stick It?
2: Um, I saw like the preview for it, but it just I
0: mean, didn't. I just didn't, it really just didn't appeal to me. Okay, get out. Bye, bye, girl.
1: I'm off. sorry. <laughs> Teenage you. gymnastics didn't appeal to you. No.
0: <laughs> get it I'll
1: check so. it out. Maybe
0: another time. Big time. We'll I hold it, the, yeah. I'll quote the whole thing for you right now. Don't worry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Next uh, so gang good. meeting, we'll be watching that. Yeah. Stop. Was he probably really
2: think oh. they, like, A real gang, especially with Taylor Strong And do you know what?
0: Is. If all we do is talk SV and watch Sticker, that's a great gang, and I would join it. <laughs> okay, but there has to be some
2: type of
1: the snacks. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, of course. Did I not yeah.
1: supply snacks last oh, time yeah. we had a screening?
2: There were snacks. Come on.
1: Come on now, y'all. Okay. Let's get back to this episode. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Uh, so I will talk about interactive theater uh, as we get into uh, rip from the headlines portion of the show. But first, let's talk about who is in this theater because if you missed it, Coco makes an appearance. That is yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Ice T's wife, Coco, says something and then starts making out with some girl.
0: <laughs> as she should. We love that for her. I ship it.
1: I, that's one of her, I believe, three appearances on the show.
0: And yeah,
2: she's on a lot. I'm not yeah, she saying be. Coco, because I see class back at everybody. I'm good.
1: I love Coco. I love, I love when yeah, she comes. We love her. We're just saying she's there. We're just pointing it out. If you missed it, that All right. Her. Strike,
2: strike I two, I two can for can, Felicia. I can't can add my commentary because I see class back at everybody.
1: Oh,
2: so I, I, yeah. I'm just. It's not saying anything. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you- there was something on my screen. And I was like, is there a bug on my wall? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sorry. so, sorry. So, we saw Coco. Yeah, she was making out with the girl. And the interesting part about it, i paid way too much attention to, like, the different masks. I was like, okay, yeah, the mask probably, like, it means something.
1: Like, do you is this your first time watching this episode?
2: It's the first time watching it, like as like as like a grown person who knows more about the world. Okay. Like like it, this was very sensual, sexual, and that, sometimes those nuances are lost on you when you're a little bit younger. So I was like paying very close attention to this. Like, okay, does these different things mean something? Or when someone picks this kind of animal, is this personality? Like, why would the judge pick? You know whatever the one he picked, I forget what it was he picked. Which I am, what did he pick?
1: Uh, He was the goat, the ram? Yeah, something with horns. Yeah, Yeah. Um, It's so interesting. I love the masks, um, especially when Adam Driver's character, uh, whose name is Jason, uh, when he's like, I was a donkey.
0: I was a donkey, that was one of my quotes, hiding behind a goat mask, I was a donkey. Which, Make that clear, Adam. Thank also, you.
1: sorry, is that something that to be proud of? You were the donkey? I um, was the donkey. I don't know. I feel now I'm, thinking like... about,
0: now I'm thinking about Shrek.
1: <laughs> nice. I just yeah. feel like a couple of things about these masks. Um, here's how I would do it. First of all, the choices of the animal, <laughs> I think is interesting. I think calling them the way that they called them was odd. So like when the guy came, when the theater critic was picking his mask and we see that and she says, how do you feel? Do you feel like a a monkey? And I was like, no one wants to be like, yeah, I'm a monkey. They wanna be like, I'm an ape. You know, it's all when you talk about Felicia, the sexuality and the sensuality of this, <clears throat> it makes me wonder why they weren't like trying to, you know, he wasn't a goat mask, it was a ram. It was trying to like, you Know, masculinize it, I guess. I
2: don't know how to
0: make anything hot, like, so I don't. Name. I don't either.
1: I make everything hot,
0: you do. That's true. Your voice
1: oh, thank
0: Your you, phone operator voice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so funny. Um, but if
0: you're
2: listening to us on iTunes and you're loving these lovely voices, you can go ahead and uh, give us a five star rating just for that voice. Maybe I could chit it in my Yeltego voice. Sorry, yeah, up. let's hear it. It's just a no, I just gotta crazy go the accent. I don't have nothing else. That's it. That's
1: it. <laughs> I like this. We should do a, a impressions of each other. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, we should not. <laughs> Let's All stay right? friends. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Moving it along. Um, I, I really love that this is an episode with Fisher Stevens. Uh, for those who don't recall, Fisher Stevens was our photographer, Gilbert. Um, in another episode, which, uh, Taylor, what's the photographer episode?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know all the, the titles. photographer episode.
1: Yeah, but that is very vague. <laughs> no, it's not. Hold on. Uh, I got this. SVU. No. Jill Bear. Photographer. And the answer is fashionable crimes
0: okay yeah
1: he's alvin gilbert his name is alvin gilbert Gilbert. nobody remembers that episode vaguely all right well we'll have to rewatch that it was like. the
0: season i had not rewatched a lot
1: i see um, what was that what are you melding <laughs> to the, the audio that's nice. a
0: season i haven't rewatched a lot and
1: then you said something else that's all i said uh season 17. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So anyway. Exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, it's our, I appreciate
1: <laughs> we're, we're doing great today. I appreciate that he's a repeat offender um, and that both times he's <laughs> awful. Both times he's like a creative who's taking advantage of uh, young ingenues. Like, how typecast could this one man be? That's true.
0: You
1: play he knows his thing, he sticks with it. Felicia,
2: what'd you say? So he plays creepy well. I thought to myself and watching the episode though, like, how are you just like he's like rubbing all on one of your shoulders and stuff. And I was like, maybe it's I'm like, something is with the friend, because I told you I could spot a hater mile away. But it was like, okay, something is what made it believable is cause these men were already sleazy. Like they were already sleaze balls, kind of. A judge could be could be great. Could be sleazy because they probably were a lawyer before, and like lawyers, kind of sleazy sometimes. Uh A, a director, probably. What are you trying to say? Her. I'm a director. What are you trying to say? Say to direct- face. And actually, you're you're at a director. You're at what? Okay, at the end of the episode because there's a reason that Taylor's in a different space. She's a superstar, guys. <laughs> Just don't, don't even let her front. We'll talk about that episode where you she'll tell you where to find her at. So anyway. <laughs> um I just couldn't understand. Like I knew it was something to do with the friend, but I how that twist turned all around, it was just like, okay, didn't expect that at all. Like couldn't believe that she did that, right? Because look at Megan's like hot and young and pretty and you know, you know, and she's kinda like the friend who plays the background, you know, like she's not the Beyonce of the group, of the die of the of the two. Like Know her struggling, it can make you really hate someone. And so, why I say i noticed it when she brought her the juice was because she made a joke and she started laughing with the detectives mm. when she handed her the beverage. First off, she brought her some beet juice. You're not my friend, <laughs> you're not my friend. just been hurt, I'm um, sad. You like your cafe or something, something that has sugar, chocolate, I don't know, beet juice, like whatever that was. <laughs> Whatever fresh squeeze BS that was, you just left it. <laughs> so, and then, like, it just, it was a giggle for me. It was, like, the person in the shadows, right? And sometimes you find that, like, when someone is, like, really elevated or a different spot, it's hard for people around them in their lives. She's like, I just moved to York. I just got it's great opportunity. It happened for me. And I was like, oh, she's an actress, too. Competition. And sometimes, like, people just really lose their head around. Now I'm not saying lose your head like set your friend, your you of your best friends from back home up to get sexually assaulted in front of a hundred plus people, but some type of level of sabotage can happen. But she kind of got back at them all, though. If you think about it, not just yeah, her, she got the judge, she got the she anybody who made her feel worthless. She kind of got back at them and she really they said, like, oh, she doesn't have any remorse at the end. And I was like, I thought to myself, I don't think it's that she lacks remorse. I think it's just that she doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't even make sense to her. Why would I feel bad for them? Like it's not like, oh, I just like lack the ability because she feels bad for herself. So she knows what pity is and feeling bad for someone is, but like they're equal now. Now we're equal. And not, and because I had to bring you down here, even if, you know, I cause I couldn't elevate up. I had to bring you down with me.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, Haters, I think you're totally right. I want to give a shout out to Gail Rankin, who plays Holly. Um, she went on to be one of the leads in Glow. Uh, she is an amazing actress. And this performance is just so wonderful. I was sitting there wondering like, where do I know her eyebrows from? Yes, she is the the wolf from Glow. Yes,
2: I know that now. Because I I was thinking, she's like, I'm not pretty. I was watching, she's like, like, I'm not pretty like you. And I was like, You're pretty. You just need to get an arch in your eyebrow. Like, you're pretty. (laughs) You just got to arch your brows. And, like, you know, because it frames your face. So, y'all laughing. I'm serious. But it's like, then when you said Glow, and I was like, The brows, and she plays the, the, uh, yeah, and her wrinkled. Her, Her face is always wrinkled like that. Wow. You learn something new
1: every day. (laughs) So um, I agree with you. I think one of the things that I love about this episode, and I realized that watching it this time, that it's the same thing I love about Intent, um, which is the double catfish episode with the monster and the influencer, is that both these women who are like, my life's crappy and I deserve better and everyone else should be brought down to my level, both of them went above and beyond. Like really like, solidified their plan in a way that was so wonderfully connived that if they were a good guy, they could do such good things, but um, but they didn't. So like the fact that she she got every, right? She framed the lawyer and the director is just so impressive. It's genius. Um, it's evil genius. And I- It's giving me
2: Roseanne she-devil vibes if you've ever seen that movie no. meryl, like she double meryl streep is in it and it's good rosie o'donnell like gets her husband stolen and she like goes this whole thing i don't want to give it away but it's a really really good movie i'm like 99 sure it's called she double i used to watch it when i was little all the time i'm about to look it up keep continue discussing i will
1: all right um so one of the things I, before we get to like the big twist at the end because i do really want to talk about that as well um i want to talk about this amaro she's an actress thing yes taylor that face what
0: the like what is happening with that i hated that so much i thought it was so weird i also thought it was weird like okay so this is season 13 and we know amanda was not the wokest person season 13 and yet she's the one being like what is going on even olivia is like and, and Craigan are like, well, oh, she's an actress. And Craigan's like, point taken. And Olivia's like, yeah, I get it. Like, We have to investigate. And Amanda's the one that's like, what are you talking about? Did make this dynamic made no sense to me here at all.
1: I agree 100%. It also, uh, later on when they are looking at the Sugar Babies website, it's odd because Finn goes, isn't this prostitution? And I went, I'm sorry, did you forget two seasons ago? In the episode yeah. "Sugar" that we just discussed, when you were like, nah, this is how relationships work," it should have been Amaro. Should have been like, "Isn't this prostitution?" Because he then he follows up with the next question. Um, it's so it feels weird in this season that that we'd have these people ask these questions the way they did. I think Amaro being like she's an actress is
0: totally Amaro and crazy. Like, yes, but like. <laughs> But how are we having Amanda be the one who's, de- like that makes no sense. And then she, yeah, I just, I don't get it. And But I did like the line sounds like a lot of the marriages I know, like that was really funny from her, but it should not have been her line. Like, that doesn't make right. sense for her character. That it's been 13. Yes, I, mean, I do not understand. Maybe they were just like, okay, we need like, oh, people aren't warming up to her. We need someone to like be on her side is what I'm like genuinely thinking could have happened here. Like they gave that to her to like, to, for people to like her more because she did come in pretty hot like Amanda Rollins did yes. but I just it didn't make sense with anyone's character to have that be dynamic of that.
2: I'm trying to think is this before it's revealed to us about what happened to her in yes. Atlanta? Oh, yeah. So it, it was, it, this particular part stuck out to me and she was like everybody who who can this girl trust like who can she trust and then i started to think well maybe like a, a lot of the reason obviously amanda act the way she does is she just genuinely doesn't trust anybody she hasn't disclosed to anybody on the team at this point mm. what happened to her and that's the last job that she had and i'm taking coming from a rough job to a new job sometimes that stuff can come can come with you um we don't you know, take care of it uh you know emotionally so i'm thinking like Okay, so maybe to like that point, what Taylor was saying, like, okay, well, maybe this was just like a br- like emotional for her, personal for her. Like, who can she trust? Because like Amanda was assaulted by her superior, like someone right. supposed to mm-hmm. get advice from, look up to, you know. So I thought maybe she saw a little bit of herself in the victim, even though she, traditionally in that season she's the more skeptic, don't believe yeah. anybody, like, whatever. Sure, you're That's right. A good type
1: point. Of- Those are really great points. Um, when she asked Benson. <laughs> My notes are like, she asked Benson, WTN. Uh, she says, I keep wanting to think that things have changed. And then Benson says, compared to the way they used to be, they have changed. Which is, I feel like Benson would be like, I know. It's it's so slow going. Not like, yeah, yeah this is different. No,
0: it's, this No, is it's literally not. Why are you defending that? this? I hated that really a lot. <laughs> like, I really hated it.
1: I hated it too. And then at the end, when Rollins asks, um, you know, when she talks to Benson and she says, like, you know, there've been so many men in this, in her life. How do you do this job? How do you go on? Exact Um, quote.
0: How do you trust any man ever? And I said, big mood. Acid. Yeah. (laughs) You don't.
1: But then Rollins says with all the abusive men in her life, and she was betrayed by a woman. And all I could think was this, event and how it unfolded for megan i imagine she has she trusts no one now right all these, all these men were abusive and then the one person she trusted a woman betrayed her set up the entire betrayal
2: it's like no it's the it's the not being able to trust yourself it's in another episode mm-hmm. um from last season where the i forget the guy was before the probation off like officers and he just recanted basically exactly what she what his victim said about I couldn't trust myself. Yes. I'd be able to trust in myself. It's not my trust other people. It's now I can't trust myself at all because remember she thought, you know, oh, he's the nice IT guy. Like, he's sweet. I just thought he yeah. was fine. You know, I didn't think anything of it. Or I'm best friends. When she said, I'm best friends with all my exes. I said, this girl trusts anybody. Who's <laughs> best friends with all their exes? Really? All of them? You know, like it just, she just And sometimes people do live that life where they get the luxury of not having to come up against like bad things or bad people and their life and their world is really rosy, even though we know that's not the case. It's a shame that that was her wake, this character's wake up call that. And then like it happened in front of so many people. I kind of went like this when when it was happening too. I just like kind of covered my eyes. I mean, I get they thought it was fake, but wouldn't that make you uncomfortable? I don't know, I'd make you really uncomfortable. And then the I guy mean, doing it out her wrist, the fuck
1: is you
0: doing? Oh, sorry.
1: Like, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> You're allowed to swear on show.
0: I just like, I got scared earlier. That's why I bleached myself out. But I, I don't know why I did that. I, I know that I can swear.
2: <laughs> it wasn't the curse word, it was my volume more so <laughs> or anything else. I'm like, what are you She's just doing? screaming.
1: <laughs> yeah, but your volume was accurate. So was your words, accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. The, everybody. Is that sucks. how the theater
2: works? Like, because I've never been to interactive theater. I've been to sit down and watch theater, but never interactive right. theater.
1: I uh am not a fan of interactive theater, but I understand the idea that people would not know because the point, it, you know, it's theater. It's supposed to make you think. It's supposed to make you feel. And so, like SVU, like movies, uh, you know, it's you're supposed to be uncomfortable. Um, if
0: and I'm so, Ticket for something. I'm not gonna do the work. You're gonna perform <laughs> for me. I'm not gonna perform. Pay to perform. I'm just gonna say that right now. There's like a, I'm it's, not gonna be an interactive theater.
2: But isn't like audience participation like kind of written in? You no, know? like isn't it kind of usually like no. stage? Like you know when they're doing like the shows or like the crews and they're like, oh, somebody's the time for this, and they're just acting, you know? But
1: yeah, not. yeah, but I mean, this. So for those who didn't catch how this one works. It's artsy it's, stuff. You have to walk through this to see it. It's like an installation. So to get the whole story, you have to go room to room and and see the story unfold. Yeah, but I, I don't either know, go to museum
0: be- or I go to theater. I'm not doing both. <laughs>
2: I would do that, but I wouldn't like go to party. Would not.
0: Like, like, it's crazy. like a haunted house. Like when you go and the people like, and it's like, don't get near me. You <laughs> don't want that to happen. That's
2: why I don't go because you can't hit
1: them.
0: Exactly, and they're allowed to do whatever they want to you. They're I'm not allowed to touch that. you. Like, well, I, I just don't feel violated. I
1: think that's the thing. Is if I know for a fact that when you do, when you do like haunted house, you're not allowed to. No one's allowed to touch.
2: Yeah, so,
1: so when you watch this, I guess the idea that you see people touching who are supposed to be audience members touching the cast, like that's a that should be the big red flag right there.
0: No, for me. He's <laughs> hitting no. Not happening.
1: <laughs> um, I want to talk about real quick because I don't want to make. I want to make sure we do not miss this. Um, we cannot gloss over it. Alex and Benson were on a date.
0: Yeah. That's facts. I literally said in my notes, seems fruity. Seems fruity.
1: Felicia, you disagree? That was very much an ice skating date. That's because you're
0: homophobic right now, Felicia.
2: Oh my god, that is not fair. Then I can say you're being racist. That's not fair.
0: That's true. She is being
1: racist. Go on.
2: Oh my gosh. Um we'll just throw an anti-Semitic girl <laughs> in there and then we got a trifecta going. Like, you know, just why not? Um, all right.
1: Moving along.
2: <laughs> <We're terrible. laughs> oh, let's preface that with all those are actually jokes amongst uh, friends. Um, <laughs> um now I can't even think I was gonna say because now I'm like, oh
1: that's <laughs> canceled. The date. The
2: um yeah, I did I wish that we could see a little bit more of that because like what's conversation were you having like what was it about that y'all were just kicking it? Cause like, I can't remember like when y'all just used to kick it like before. So y'all think right. it's a
1: date. It was a
2: date. Olivia. No, I don't think Never. it
0: was a date. I know.
2: Date. I mean, there's been no confirmation to anyone's sexuality. there no, you
0: know, Yeah. There's no, <laughs> it's been either
2: way. Okay. I'm sorry. That didn't happen for you guys the rest of the way. I
0: They're mean, still dating. Yeah. <laughs> Prove to me that they're not.
2: Oh, I forgot there's the alternate universe that yeah. right.
0: The Barice is there and then the Alex and Olivia are there.
2: they could have a double wedding like a double yeah ceremony. And then, and then they find and then they find a woman yelling for help a half a mile around the block and then they have to stop the whole thing and then it's a movie. Long order I'm as for a person, be up. We're gonna write that movie. Taylor's gonna direct it. Y'all's gonna be a script supervisor, writer assistant. Yes, yeah, no, we're gonna get it done.
0: Sure, y'all's gonna want to be a newscaster in it. Thank you. Uh, that. Just I gonna, know that's your dream.
1: We're here at the wedding of <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're, reporting, you're gonna report on the act on the crime. No, I want to report on the wedding, okay. <laughs> like an e news, like the royal wedding coverage. Yeah. <laughs> great.
1: Tell me, who are you wearing? Uh, <laughs> That's good. Your slaming pair of jeans. She's slamming... wearing a slamming pair of jeans. Everybody, we have lost wow. our shit today. We did. Uh, I love this episode, and I feel like we haven't talked about any of the things that happened in it, but it was such a good episode. I know. Um, oh. oh Go, yo, you go. Okay, here's the thing. So, when Judge Crane starts talking about how Megan arranged it, it was her rape fantasy, he's done these rape fantasies, blah, blah, blah. It made me think about previous episodes where we've had similar situations where a woman was raped and it was a set up for a rape fantasy. At no point have we legitimately had a person, I guess, a woman with a rape fantasy. Every. Mm-hmm every time it's
2: a setup it's a
1: setup which i think is interesting because there are people who do have this fantasy and and the fact that the show has only used it as a means to attack a woman feels um insensitive no interesting point (laughs) felicia
2: i don't think so because the Majority, it's a small percentage of women who probably have this a rape fantasy because you're at separate, there's different levels of kink, right? Enjoy, you know, different levels of bondage, choking, all that stuff, right? But a rape fantasy is something totally different on a whole different level. And there are not many people, the large majority of women don't have rape fantasies, so because the large majority doesn't, and there are as a a good enough majority of men who believe that women actually want to be raped, that they are asking for, that they want it. they truly believe that some women have rape fantasies. Right? They truly believe this, and so unfortunately, television is real life to some people. And one episode where somebody legitim- legitimately rapes somebody, mm. something like that, could be dangerous messaging. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write it. I wouldn't write it. I wouldn't direct it. I wouldn't act in it. I, I see
1: your, I see your point a hundred percent. Um, I think that what's interesting is the show has like shown us different kinks and shown us the healthy ways to have them. You know, for example, the episode we did, Ridicule, which had um, the autoerotic asphyxiation. We talked about how people do this healthily and safely, um, and then it was used in a crime. And I think that it's so weird that the show would only use rape fantasies as a crime. Um, because as we see we, there is a safe word there is like all you know kink and bdsm there are ways to do it safely consensually the whole point of it is consent and and everybody's enjoying themselves and i think that when you discuss it it just feels it just feels weird to me that we've had 22 seasons and we've had the idea of somebody who was into a rape fantasy and at no point is it ever the woman and I. I would like to see your the research and stats because I think that that's interesting and I wonder how many how many people really are and how many people aren't.
0: Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a good point.
2: My research that I've lived 30, 30 years and I haven't met any woman that one that i met that was raped that was interested in being raped or any woman who's expressed to me that she's interested in a rape fantasy maybe some types of other kinks or bdms or whatever all the other stuff is yeah but rape is just a level of violation
0: but Uh, it would be it would still be consensual it would just be like a role play type thing so it would still be consensual it just wouldn't no, no, I
2: think the logic what you're
0: saying, but what I'm what I'm saying is that
2: that's dangerous messaging because there are sure. a lot of toxic predators who totally. see and like and get really around. Oh, well, then women want that. Men already don't know what the fuck women want at all. Okay, let's not sprinkle that on top of it. <laughs> like that's the worst. Don't. I don't know. Get some get something in writing. I don't know what agreements people come to. I'm sure they come to other agreements. And they safely play, but I don't even want to joke and be like, "Oh, some women like." Let's not even go down it, that.
1: It makes me think of um, an episode from the most recent season, uh, "Turn Me On, Take Me Private," which is, mm-hmm. I think, my favorite episode of oh the season.
2: That was such a good episode.
1: But that one shows her role playing in yeah. a a stranger rape fantasy yeah. um, alone. And I think that that is the closest that we'll be able to get on TV for safety issues. And I think you're right. Yeah. Yourself, I think that's a really good point. Um, and I think that, you know, that showed again, like she was safe and alone, which is why it was okay.
2: I feel like if they wanted to explore it, it would take too much out of the storyline of it because you'd have to figure out a way to explain it like safely and all the intricate, details of it and sometimes like even with the um ar- ar- the asphyxiation episode like we got a little bit of it but they really didn't explain it that well we had to break it down more on this episode so that- i don't think that's something you want to skim across you know sure or absolutely
1: whatever. great points um any other thoughts on the episode before we move into our favorite? It one? was Cooper
2: Godfrey was in the freaking episode. Why are you just oh my gosh, I love him so much. Ever since I was a little kid, I used to do his like voice and stuff. I like really like him. I, um,
1: I really yeah, him. he did a couple episodes as this uh this tech
0: guy, what which I find by with him? you out of there. <laughs> um I wanna talk about how I love uh well, this is messed up to say, but I'm gonna say it. Um, I love it when we get like a shrine <laughs> and yes. we got a shrine and they had the all those pictures like the set design is always just so wild for those. I'm like, how is your mother either either not knowing about this or not calling the police? That She's you like this? it's
1: his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> even so, even so, too much. Um, but I did like how we, how we got that. Cause I always think that's like a wild touch, how people like actually have those
2: mothers who are always stick by their weirdo sons. Like, every, yeah, yeah. Every, it's always a, a mom, a single mom and her son. And he's a weirdo. and He's always in like his room or in the basement working on stuff, something
0: ask to see what they're working on okay yes. if someone has a basement project tell
2: for, well first you want to tell them if they're going out to someone's basement, to look at their project <laughs> and then go check it
1: out yeah um i always wonder how they get
0: all those photos right like she's not a big actress yet like at social media i guess
1: i assume they like take one production day and are like, great, we're gonna take one hour oh, oh, and oh, just oh. shoot a bunch of photos.
0: I thought you were talking about how the character got oh, it. Yeah. Because I'm like, where did he get that? think like, it's not oh, no, paparazzi photos. No,
1: those are his stalker photos. Yeah. I know yeah, production-wise how they do it. That's, good. that's a good point too.
2: Well, I know sometimes they will ask people like for baby pictures that they do like family, family things and stuff like that. But I was thinking that too, like, that's a lot of pictures. <laughs> Thank you for the pictures. Well, that's probably was like, uh, I have to change again. Like she had like a brush yeah. thing. With okay, with him too. When he was like, oh, I wouldn't have made that account like that. I have way hotter pictures of her. Look, I'm just.
1: <laughs> I loved that part. I just the pictures he pulled weren't hotter. Oh, I was like, you can't it's her back. Like this one, you can see, like you know, I don't understand. At the one of her in the shower, I underst- I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. She's in a towel, but like. <laughs> i like that we're judging
2: it was very it was very only fans mm-hmm. yeah i uh, yeah but then that made me think right like i have a cover for this this webcam here and i just like oh, i just bought it i don't know why i was like i'll just buy it like just in case i look ugly and it pops open you know when the camera pops open sometimes and you're like oh my god is that how i look i just didn't want to have that moment so i got that for that but then the more i thought about it and i was like oh my god literally webcam anybody can access anything anything Like if they wanted to come on here. If they really wanted to hack our show and be like, "I'm here, y'all,"
1: like,
0: you're welcome, hackers. No, no.
1: I'm kidding. My show. No.
0: Whoa. Okay, I thought this was a team effort.
1: No. (laughs) Well, now I
0: see what you really think about. It wasn't
1: until you invited hackers. If you
2: are hacking, though, if you could just go to iTunes and give us five (laughs) stars. And then go to Sally May and DM my full government name, and then you know what to do. <laughs>
1: okay, um, I will say I also have a thing, uh, a little cover for my camera, and it's because SVU and NCIS both have had episodes where the police needed to use the camera on the computer to see what was happening, and that was when I went, no, not dealing with this.
0: Not gonna catch me. No. They'd be pretty bored looking at what I do all day. Pretty bored. They'd like, they like, she does.
2: On
1: TV.
0: They're like, this girl needs to maybe brush her hair. Like, it's just embarrassing.
1: <laughs> all right. Let's get into our best lines from this episode. Okay. Uh, where's the button? There it is. Okay. Um, Felicia, would you like to go first?
2: Sure. This is the scene where Amanda's like, "Do you not trust any guys out there?" And then Olivia says, "I haven't given up hope. There are still good guys out there." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Um, I don't
1: believe it. Wow, I was surprised. Go on.
2: I I was like, "No, absolutely not." I answered me question. I was like, "No, none of them. Trash. Bust it up. Get it out of here." Um, and the next, the next one was I. I forget who said this. No, it was it was Amaro. He said, Wow, a lot going on under those robes. Yeah. That's good. I was like, yeah, it was a whole freak. A whole a whole
1: a whole We don't kink, kink shame stuff. here.
2: Why is why is freak a why is freak a, nasty, is freak a, a shame word? It's Some sh- people love that. They're like, I'm a freak. People say, uh, I- I- I-
1: my <laughs> apologies, <laughs> go on.
0: My apologies to the freaks. <laughs>
1: i just want to clarify that we don't kink shame here go on
2: that's it okay
1: um <laughs> I'm, like,
2: I'm like waiting for taylor to go i'm like okay go ahead, taylor. oh is it my turn no no it's my your turn
1: because taylor has the most oh yeah you're right <laughs> sorry i would let taylor go first but then we would never no her.
0: you want it. it's your show you go <laughs> you're the beyonce
2: we're <laughs> destiny's children we get it <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, so, uh, my lines are, this isn't a theater, it's a crime scene. Um, and then I, I think this, I, I guess I think these are just the best lines. Um, I live in hell, I don't need to see a play about it.
0: You know that I wrote that one. That's my <laughs> life motto. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I live in hell, I don't need to see a play about it. <laughs> um, so
1: cool. This is a Gilbert Godfrey line. Motion activate is terrific until she gets a cat. <laughs> I don't think I ever noticed the second part of that sentence every and I've watched this episode many times. And today I went, did he just say until she gets a cat? Um and then pick your perfect. Yeah. Those are my lines. All right, Taylor, um, take us home
0: yeah same woman who said that i don't need to see a play about it just the way that she delivers dante who just really gets me really loved that she's a legend bring her back every episode please um if i wanted to assault an actress i'd do it in print it's like whoa (laughs) uh megan can barely figure out how to turn her computer on pretty adorable (laughs) i was like is that it's kind of embarrassing at this point well, man. oh man you're we're rubbing your mother's feet <laughs>
1: yeah that feels i want to be like Finn. you have nice. to understand like a mother that's important rub her feet damn it
0: yeah and then finally just because it's such a vicious nasty line about some about time something bad happened in your life don't you think <laughs> I was like, oh holy shit she whoa that's a rough one but it's like it's it's like in the same vein as like why? Why not? Like the Lily Reinhardt episode, like yeah. about about time something bad happened in your life, don't you think? <laughs> not that, Bessie. Come on, vicious.
2: I don't know how you
0: is Molly Whopper her right then there
2: about time. Yes, I mean now something bad could exactly happen to you. That's I think true. that would let her get a couple pops in. I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: They would. I imagine mm-hmm. they'd be like, no, don't. Okay, okay okay i'm just gonna look
0: over here for a second
1: all right all right that's it that's it stop no not another one no stop that's how i break up a fight uh all right so as i mentioned earlier this episode is vaguely ripped from the headlines i wish we had a sound cue for that oh. That was beautiful.
0: I went with the literal <laughs> ripping.
1: I like both of those. Because
0: you <laughs> it was, ripped and she it had That was
1: That's beautiful. Great. Thanks team.
0: No problem. Oh, so now we're a team, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're always a team. Um,
0: anyway, it's your show, it's fine, go ahead.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> So this episode was vaguely inspired by a rise in sexual assaults, particularly to the cast members of interactive theater productions. Now that I think could be attributed to the rise in interactive theater productions. So I blame them. Um, It's not inspired by any particular uh, individual case. I will say, I do recall at the same time this episode came out, Gossip Girl had a very similar episode. I don't think it was as aggressive as SVU, but I do know that they had an interactive theater production. Something happened there. Um, And the play that is happening in our episode is inspired by an immersive play called Sleep No More. Um, And this is uh, one that had audience member masks as well, not animals, just masks, I believe. Um, And it was inspired by Macbeth. So, um, you know, like ours was inspired by Dante Dante's Inferno. Dante is- who? Yes, perfect. Beautiful. Thanks. Um, yeah, so that is the rip from the headline. It's not as ripped as usual, but that's that's that. I also have some big SVU show news. Um, I'm going to call this a spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want to know what's going to happen in the season premiere on September 23rd. Um, or hasn't seen this news, consider this your spoiler warning, I guess. Um, all right, I've warned you. It was announced that Garland, uh, Chief Garland and uh, Detective now, Kat Tamin, will be leaving the show in the two-hour season premiere on September 23rd. Um, it was also revealed that this was not a choice that the actors made. Uh, Let us discuss, because I see some angry faces.
0: Yeah, I'm pissed off about this. I've talked. Kat is one of the best characters we've introduced in years and years and years and years. years. Garland also liked him, and he had so much potential. Like, we already got some really interesting backstory on him. He's in such an interesting position, being like the role that he is. Two characters of color, LGBTQ rep with cat, Doesn't feel like the right direction to be moving in. That's my opinion. I will refrain from saying anything more aggressive, but I'm not happy about it. Well,
2: I picked up where you left off. That was some bullshit. And I think that they know that. It's so crazy to me that you're introducing these two characters now, and they're both so beloved. I literally can't think of any point where these are like, oh, we hate them, they're annoying. Like, And there are many points where Amara was seriously annoying when he first got to be part of the show and where Amanda was very, very annoying when she was a part of the show and we stuck beside them. And now we get some people and some representation. And I think that's really important too because you're protecting and serving all demographics of people. And I feel like it could have just, it just expands storylines, expands arcs, it expands Uh, the the capability to really go into different areas because some people who are in your squad room are just not the people to bring those stories to life. Like they're not the people to connect with certain victims. Like, and that's just a reality situation or their points of education, because the fact that we have different types of people in the squad, like they educate us about different things. And so it's just like, you're taking away two people that really bring a very specific point of view and a different, and a level of accomplishment too. And you're just taking that like away from us. I just feel like I don't understand This doesn't make sense. And maybe it will make sense. Um, You know, I had sent this to you guys on IG and I was mad. I was hot. I had to think, I had to relax myself. Cause I was just like, I couldn't believe they did that. And also too, I don't believe the actors are very happy about this either. Because I just it's how I found out like, this is not a, our decision.
0: Like, why would we make them series regulars last season to rip them away the next season? Like, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And of course, there's things we're not privy to behind the scenes, but it still is just fishy in a way I don't like. I don't like it. And then who comes to replace them?
1: Exactly. I, look, I agree. somebody from organized crime.
0: (laughs) Peter Stone comes back. Ah. how
1: dare you i'm
0: so sorry i was so cursed i'll never say that again
1: (laughs) um i you know what we have people in the chat agreeing with us alice jones says (laughs) wrong choice higher ups wrong choice especially love garland and jennifer says uh i wasn't even that much of a fan of cat and i'm disappointed she's leaving a bad decision but she agrees with felicia different perspective that was really needed i think that you know all of these are true i think the way last season was going with Garland, story-wise makes sense. Like I understand that. Um, I think that it's more interesting to have him get through this and and survive and stay because that would be interesting, but also because literally the entire world is talking about solving a problem and fixing a system. And now you have a show where you have a black man in the lead of this team, not the lead of the show, but you know, at the top dealing with this and you've chosen to get rid of him.
0: It feels like like the easy way out, honestly, because it'd be harder story-wise to reconcile with that. And it feels like they're just like, eh, we don't have the time. You know what I mean? It just feels like it's a cop-out. intended. Oh, that's a good time, I like that. Thanks.
1: (laughs) But also, you know, so the Garland thing, is that, and then Kat, we just, we just met her. We promoted her. We promoted the actress to series regular, like <laughs> this character is something we've never had on the show. And and you're just gonna get rid of her. And it's heartbreaking, um, especially because as, yeah. what were you saying, sorry? Like The
2: use of the group, everybody else is rubbing b- Gay on their knees.
1: Yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing is that she's, got this new perspective she is of a younger generation she is you know in a in a conversation like today's episode she would have been the one who would have fought back to the question of well she's an actress and i cannot believe we're getting rid of her Mm -hmm. let me
2: ask you guys a question because i'm thinking right trying to be like on the you know positive side or whatever what could happen in that two hour season premiere that will make it be okay of I'll tell you. leaving okay
0: they get a spin-off of their own <laughs> that's the only thing i will be okay with is if they get their own show that's
2: probably not gonna happen for me well, it,
0: then it's not gonna be okay
2: <laughs> for me it's if they bring somebody back from the past that we mm-hmm. wanting and need. i'm tr- i just thought of this question so i don't even know my own answer but i'm just trying to think of some something that would remedy this for fans to make losing both of them why are we losing those two people? Cause those are two paychecks. Everything is money, baby. Those are two paychecks. So those two paychecks are gonna be one character who's coming back, who, who could it be? Who mm-hmm. is someone coming back? Why would you be getting rid of two series regulars who you have given very much so important storylines where even from now they can never be on the show again. We will still reference the time that they were on the show because they made an impact while they were there. So people, two characters have made an impact who are we trading them off for? Who are we getting? Who somebody is? I I want to believe somebody big is coming back, and maybe they needed to make a little room for them or something. Because what's the trade off here? It I has to be an option, right? I want to believe there's a better option.
1: I understand that thinking, and I think that you um, are right. That if that is the case, then it definitely is going to be you know last one in. Uh, first one out because they needed that money. And I understand that. I just can't think of who they could bring that would make sense to lose two people of color, one queer character, like who are you? Because everybody else you have is not those things.
2: At all, I can't think of it either. Unless
1: but I- you're bringing back BD Wong, which is the only one that would make sense to fill those holes. I'd love to see him again. I would too, but I do not foresee him coming back as a regular.
0: Yeah, I mean Barbas would sort of, bit ish, but it doesn't make sense to bring him back either because it's not like we're confirming- replacing. And we're not, and we're, yeah. And we also have Carisi doing the right. lawyer stuff. So it doesn't make sense to bring him back like in any capacity, like that that kind of capacity.
2: I just want to believe that it makes sense for a show that has constantly been on the forefront at, of issues, whether they did it properly or didn't do it properly, whatever, they tried, right? So it's a show that always seems like they try. And so I need to believe that there's a, there's something for this decision that makes some type of sense that we just don't know because we haven't, it's not LNO Thursdays with the new law order. I mean, I'm not watching organized crime, but y'all can watch, well, oh, I guess I have to kind of.
0: You're too busy watching Chicago. I
2: watched it all, <laughs> I finished it.
1: Okay, uh, we're getting off topic here, cause fuck Chicago. Um, I just
0: like to roast Felicia.
1: <laughs> I think, sorry, just to clarify, I'm talking about the show's not the city, the city's wonderful. Um, so I, I think that, i do not think that they're removing them to bring someone back i would be interested if they're removing them to bring in a new person i wonder what that would be i think again the garland stuff story-wise makes sense like at the end of the season he was he was being harassed and and attacked and his job was on the line so it makes sense story-wise cats at this point does not make sense so she either needs to get promoted move to a better unit like if if she quits or dies who there'd be a whole. if she issues.
0: dies ooh. if either of them die huh, Wait, it's gonna be hell to pay is, from me the first time in
2: in the show's history that oh. like a reoccurrent. Oh, okay yeah you're right sorry about him but he's not yeah he not here. exactly anyway. <laughs> not exact- i mean like 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 someone like
1: someone that yeah yeah going-
2: <laughs> no, I did like him. I liked him. I liked him too. I didn't think he'd like, I didn't want to see him die. He seemed like a really nice guy. So this is the second
1: one we'll see. The show doesn't, the show does not uh, like to kill off characters so that they can bring them back at some point um, is something that I think I read once. Um, so I don't think we're going to see them die. I just, it would be a bummer. And I can't imagine getting rid. I just don't. I don't know if you recall. Years ago, there was a discussion about a spinoff called Law and Order Hate Crimes. And if Cat is going to that and is leading that, or is you know one of the two leads, fine. You know what I mean?
0: Like, yes, if- that's why I said. That's why I said that. I said if they get their own spinoff. Fine. If not, I'm not okay with it. It just doesn't feel like that's what's happening. we've not don't heard think any. So any mutterings about that and the way that uh, the information was released to us via her social media does not feel like that's the case I, I agree. Yeah.
2: she literally just says uh, Jamie says on her social media it's, it's with a heavy heart that I confirm Cats departure from the squadron the decision was made above my pay grade and wouldn't have been my choice but hey that's showbiz for you to anyone who felt represented by any part of Cats being or mission please know that you will always have representation in me thank you to the SV Universe for welcoming me with open arms it's been an experience that I have grown from greatly and will never forget. That's not somebody who wanted to lose a job at all. That's, I feel bad because I, the way law and order is, I feel like she probably had a lot of hope for being on that show for a long time.
1: Yeah.
2: of Amanda Rollins character, especially. And so she probably was like, you know, Jamie probably was like, yeah, this is it. And that, and people say they love being on that set who that's a dream job. I feel, I feel bad, but I'm sure that like, she'll like bounce back. Like, I hope we'll so. Else. She's too dope. She's too, like, awesome. And now, and, Law Long and Order is the secret sauce. I mean, like, literally, how many people are just on Law and Order just for one episode, a couple episodes, and they're just household names now,
0: so. Give her her Adam Driver treatment, baby. Let's go. I love it.
1: All right. Uh, that is, that's the big show news we want to talk about. Um, we'll probably talk about it some more as more information comes in. Um, and, of course, we'll be talking about it. it's on- going to be worth it. Yeah. Um, all right, it's time for, oh crap, I forgot. What did we learn? Why do you always forget that? I always forget about this. um Felicia, are you prepared? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, go, go.
2: Um, what I learned is I just doubled down on the fact that I can spot a, h- a hater a mile away. <laughs> I can, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I need to double down and trust that feeling in myself because whether it's on TV or in real life, like, I have that. You remember, like, your mom, I mean, has your mom ever told you, like, that ain't your friend? Like, I have that type of energy, like, oh, no, she's not your friend. <laughs> That's not mm-mm. I can spot a hater a mile away and don't ever bring no one beat juice when they're down. <laughs> Bring them, you know, like um, That's true. A fresca, something good, not, bee yeah. juice.
1: Taylor, what did you learn?
0: Well, I did learn, I mean, I've watched this episode before and I didn't realize how insane it was that Amanda Rollins was the voice of reason. Um, that was crazy to me, I learned that. And I also yeah. learned that I want um, some of those sustained overruled cufflinks, <laughs> that sounds so cool i agree i always love that detail i'm like i want some i'm not a lawyer and i don't have anything to wear cufflinks with but those are sick i love
1: that um those are good i learned that if felicia is down i should definitely not bring her beet juice. um please uh, not. i i learned um one of the things at the end of this episode is they talk a lot about the um You know this their industry is is competitive and cutthroat and our industry is competitive and cutthroat as well and i learned how lucky i am um that i am in a community of very supportive women in my field um and that we don't i have never felt that i'm someone's competition and that they are my competition that we are fighting for the same role um i've always felt like we are in it together, and we always suggest each other and put each other up for stuff. I know, at least in this gang, we definitely do. Yeah. So, um, I learned that I'm so lucky.
0: Yeah, I've never felt that either, except for when today you said it was your show. But other than that, I feel very supported by all of you.
2: Taylor is a dog with a bone. Y'all said that one time. This Taylor chill- "I said <laughs> I,
0: I got. I, I said I gotta get bring him back one more time because we're almost done with this episode. I'm totally kidding." And. um <laughs> yeah i agree with you i feel the same way
1: um i also learned and i think this is the the most important thing from this entire episode is motion activated is terrific until she gets a cat so true Uh, i think that's my favorite line um oh wait did anybody else learn anything no okay all right um We have some announcements. Uh, First and foremost, thank you to everyone who's been watching and listening to us. Felicia has pointed it out twice, and I will point it out a third time, that we have uh, iTunes. We are available on iTunes for audio-only version of the show. And if you listen to us there, uh, please give us a rating and a review. If you like us, you can give us five stars. If you do not like us, you can give us four stars, because Taylor and I tested this recently, and the other stars don't work. So So weird. I don't
0: know why, but
1: mm, yeah. But if you give us the four stars, you have to let us know what we can improve upon because otherwise we cannot improve. So please uh, give us those stars and let us know. And if you leave us a review, we have offered to read them out on the show. Um, And we have said that we will do it in accents or voices. Um, So far, we have agreed that I will read them out in what is being referred to as my phone sex voice. Yep. And uh, I'm going to throw in that Felicia will read them out in a Gilbert Godfrey voice. Now that she's will. done it Wait, for us. No, because
2: now somebody's definitely going to want that to happen. Because <laughs> I would write a. am re- about to write a review just so
1: I can do
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will make a burner account and do it tonight.
1: And Fel- uh, Taylor, what voice will you be offering? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can try
0: to do an accent. I'm really bad at those. That could be fun.
1: Great. Um, so those are your choices. Let us know in the review which one you want. It's phone sex, Gilbert Gottfried. Pick your pervert. Pick your pervert. <laughs> uh, these are great. Um, also, that. if you haven't seen our ridiculous <laughs> merch, there's a link for it in the description. Um, currently you can get a slam and pear jeans onesie justice for snowball uh stuff and of course the prescription for orgasms with consent
0: of course we have our poll too i don't know if you want me
1: that. To... yeah let's do that i've forgotten okay. completely about the. i
0: didn't know i was like this feels a little late in the game for this but that's fine um so we have a poll we do weekly um it's my show now so last week we asked you guys what your favorite episode where a parent covers for their kid is? Did you just <laughs> it's oh, it's, yeah. it's okay. you. a lot of pressure. It's true. Um, and so our um, our options there uh, were control, sin, sugar, and pop. Coming in at fourth place was sin at season eight, episode seventeen. Sorry, sin. In third place, we had um, pop which is season 12 episode 11 great episode don't know why it rang so low but it's fine you guys voted on me i just made it in second place we had control which is season five episode nine and coming in at first place in in its right position honestly was sugar which was season 11 episode two it was the best i'm glad that that was reflected um you got it right this week congratulations this <laughs> 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 I got so mean when when you you put me in the center there. You
1: lost your right to be the center.
0: I'm sorry. The power went to my head so fast. So this week we asked. We are asking what your favorite episode revolving around an actor is. So we have Theater Tricks, which is the one we just discussed, season 13, episode 11. We have Reasonable Doubt, which is season 15, episode 22. Yale, would you mind telling us a synopsis of this one? It's the Brad- Bradley Whitford episode. Okay, so, okay.
1: so this Whitford. is Whitford. Okay, so. Whitford, whoa. This is the episode one of them. Um, that was. Loosely inspired by um, Roman Polanski and um, um, Woody Allen. And it's the Mm -hmm. story is that he uh, is a producer, director, producer, and his daughter says that he touched her and then it turns out that the mom was coaching the daughter but it's possible that he did touch her because he also left the mom for her little sister and then there's another sister who found out or who reveals that she was also um with him anyway so it's a really good one
0: yes um we also have producers back end season 16 episode three (laughs) Y'all take it away. <laughs> okay
1: so this is the one that is the Amanda Bynes slash Lindsay Lohan episode mm. and it's got the girl um who was an actress who like was a teen star or kid star and then kind of used drugs and whatever and got to car accidents it was rehab and all that stuff um and her name is Tensley Adams. Why do I remember these Tomorrow things?
2: was a beat cop. Mara was, was a
1: beat cop yeah. Um, and then this is the one where we have the whole conversation about um, the blowjob underwater where the girl drowned. Um, huh, such a great episode.
0: What a time. <laughs> um, and then we finally have Agent Provocateur, which is season 16, episode 11. Y'all, yeah, isn't this one of your faves?
1: This is one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay, so this is the one where the girl wakes up in the suitcase. Um, and it's the this is the James Franco storyline um, where uh, he was so, in the episode, um, she's this fan and she's Instagramming with some guy um, and then she meets him at a party and then it's a question of whether he drugged and raped her or not and how she got into the suitcase and it turns out that it was his co-star. Um, and Patty Lapone is in it as the agent. Uh,
0: Incredible. So, yeah, Love yeah. that. So yeah, we'll tell you where to find that in just a second.
1: Yes. Thank you for letting me describe
0: those episodes. I thank you for doing that. <laughs>
1: Thank you for staying in your
2: seat, because I thought you were going to take off like a rocket i <laughs> right,
1: They're just such good episodes. All of those are such good episodes. They are.
2: Yeah, uh, tough poll.
1: Oh, man. should I... I was like, should I watch these right now? Is this what I'm going to yes, do the rest of my day? Absolutely. Uh, maybe. Um, so anyway, thats we told you about the merch. We told you about the iTunes. We told you about the poll. Oh, we got to tell you what we're doing next week. We're doing an episode next week. We don't know which one yet Um, because we had a plan and that plan fell through. So I I did tweet that I really want to do ballerina, but I only want to do ballerina if we can get Matthew Lillard on the show. Um, So I'm going to re-up that tweet. And if you would like to comment on it and like it and start bothering him about it.
2: You know, just gently ask. Yeah.
0: Start a campaign.
1: Yeah. I think it might be really great if we do that next week. And if not next week, whenever the show goes on hiatus for the first time, because I'm sure it'll be in a couple weeks. It'll be
0: like two
2: weeks after it premieres. (laughs) We're going to give you three episodes. Like, we're going to do Grace and Frankie on Netflix.
1: Yep. There's actually a really good chance that we just have the two-hour premiere, and then we go on break.
0: We're done for the rest of the year.
2: (laughs) It's like, come on. Liquid, like, give you a little leg, take it away. Like, come on.
1: Teaching us about entitlement. We're
2: realize we're in the ne- we're in the binge watching generation. Okay, we we're ready to watch all twenty nine thousand episodes.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: Be for next week.
1: All right. Well, we don't know what we're doing yet. We'll start this campaign to get Matthew Lillard on the show. Um, I want to thank some people who are here live with us. We appreciate it, Jennifer, Audrey O, Alice Jones, uh, Zach is here as well. Thank you for being here until next week when we do something. Uh, Felicia, where are you at and where? what are you up to these days?
2: I wish I was in my bed sleeping, but I'm working.
1: I, <laughs> I thought that was it. You were done. Bye.
2: <laughs> but I'm working. Um, you can find me on uh, you can download National Black Television app. Um, I do Talk It Up. It's a talk show where we just talk about all types of fun things, like trending topics, politics, all that good stuff. Um, and also on the Leverage Redemption, the official Leverage Redemption uh, after show podcast. I had not put the look on it. Um, and all eight episodes are already out. They're great. They're- <laughs> yes. All eight episodes are out. They're amazing. They're great. You will love them. Lots of great interviews. And stuff, and um, you know, stay tuned, watch that, catch up with all that because we're going up and you can find that you can, be real cool, Apple, whatever, download the Electric Now app, and you can find that streaming on there. You can watch all the episodes. Um, and I'm on Instagram. Oh, and I'm on TikTok, I've been TikToking y'all, I've been yeah, I dances, but I've been making other content on there, so
1: doing those transitions. Yeah, can you put me
2: back to regular size because, like, I'm <laughs>
0: It's a lot of pressure. So much it's a pressure. lot of pressure. It's like sweating. <laughs> Scary. I right, was ready for a close-up. Yeah, go ahead and put me in the middle of the screen. You guys can find me and the, the pool. Yes, on twitter at elphaba underscore and you can also find me on instagram at taylor underscore gates underscore i also host a twilight podcast called when in forks and write for show snob where i i, I am recapping nine perfect strangers every week only two episodes left it's gonna get wild so come join me there too thanks like. um,
1: taylor <laughs> yeah. speaking of when in forks um did you know that uh, there's some, it's like a parody of Twilight, I think, called Vampires Suck, that yes. starred Jen Prosky, who
0: played Megan in this episode? I didn't know that. I haven't seen it. I knew of it. I've heard it. I've heard the rumors, I've seen the poster, I've not watched it, but now I think I must.
1: Yeah, I literally no, I was I like, where have I seen her before? Oh, I haven't. And then I saw that and I was like, That's oh.
0: incredible. Yeah. Wow. Thank, Thank you me. for blessing me with that knowledge. You're welcome. I acknowledge that Taylor
2: has a different background. Taylor, why do you have a different background? Where Where are you at? And What are you doing? That's so cool.
0: I am staying at my parents' house because it was close to a film festival that my film Academic Super Squad was in that I wrote and directed. <laughs> Thanks, guys
1: so proud of you
0: very very proud of you
1: Uh, i'm yell teagle i'm everywhere at yell teagle that is why thanks alicia (laughs) Um, also um coming up in about an hour i think on the super lady hero hour youtube channel i will be discussing shang chi um the new marvel movie i also uh have a show on Wednesdays called Hollywood Approved over on the Hollywood Critics Association YouTube channel. And you can find me on electric now on the official Leverage Redemption After Show, a very distinctive podcast with Felicia. Um, all it, better than me? I just say it a lot. It's her show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's not even, it's getting old. I need to stop. <laughs>
1: I really hope the fans don't think that I'm some sort of diva. No, there.
0: I'm literally messing with you. That is hilarious.
1: Um, anyway, go check that out. <laughs>
0: That's I'm, all like gonna saying
2: and I'm not like refuting it. I'm just like laughing and stuff. I'm sorry, y'all.
0: I totally get it. Okay. But I'll never totally. let it go. Just to let you know. No,
2: um, no. But what you did say before we go, though, like what you did say, yo, like what you learned, it really stuck out to me because the reason we can all sit here and laugh and do all that stuff is because we actually do support each other in real life, not just like on this show. Um, and we actually like really root for each other. Could so. you
1: imagine if we were just this nice to each other on the show?
2: Oh my Staying God! Yeah, people probably are not even sure if we're actually friends. They're like, are they okay over there? <laughs> No, no, the answer is no. no, no. Now we're talking about rape, we mentioned racism, homophobia, and anti-Semitic stuff. No, we're not good. We're not good.
0: (sighs) That'd be bad. That'd be very bad.
2: Take it out of all the context. It sounds horrible. But it's love. It's love. I
1: think the best part is we don't edit this. (laughs) Nope. If the word comes out of our mouth, it stays in the show. It's, staying. it's there to stay. Real cheese do real things. And on that note, <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. Let's go bath- bother uh, and harass Matthew Lillard. Yes. love. <laughs> well.